everyone, this is Austin Scher here with We Write About Music, and today I'm speaking with Quinn O'Donnell. She has just shared a brand new single titled Birthday Cake Lighter, and I'm super excited to talk to her all about it. Quinn, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your life to come on and do this. What Absolutely. is up? How are you? What is news? I'm, I'm good, just here in East Nashville on a very cold day, um, but I'm, I'm doing good, happy to cool. take time. To, to do this today. How are you? I'm I'm great. Uh, is East Nashville the place to be or is it like, you know, north or west or south better? I, you know, I would say the east side. Uh, I think I've always been really partial to this side of town. Um, okay. I think a lot of people who, who you know, tour tourists here and whatnot, uh, they also really like this part of town. It's considered the like hip part. <laughs> ah, I see. I have not been, so I need to go. Yeah, well, now you have to go. You know where to go. go. East side. I gotta go to East. There we go. Okay, perfect. Enough mm -hmm. about your uh, geography. Let's <laughs> talk about music. You have this new song, and it's fantastic. Like I said before, I hit the record button. I've been listening all day, and it's really just been a fantastic listen. Um, the first thing I really want to know about is what is it about? What does it mean to you? Yeah, well, essentially, I I wrote the song about two years ago, um, oh. and it's sort of a love letter to my friends and just like those nice like summer nights with friends. I wrote it the last day of my first tour um, while we awesome. were in New Orleans, uh, which was really fun, and we were just kind of running around. Um, the title actually comes from the fact that I did not know how to use a lighter until I was in college, so I had this giant how lighter <laughs> i don't know it's like, i also just learned how to use the can opener like oh. maybe less than a year ago i think that's, that's... The, the brentwood girl in me speaking just i don't know why i just never never came across it it just didn't happen. that's okay i won't push you on that the lighter thing i think is more shocking but go on <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> please go on yeah. i mean it's no it's it's hilarious like i I didn't know until I and basically until I moved out of my house uh, and, you know, my my friends would be like, hey, do you want to do to hang out and like, you know, like smoke cigarettes and yeah, hang out? Yeah. And yeah, that's uh, what cool kids do. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I had a birthday cake lighter about this big. It was hot pink from Publix uh, that I would carry with me everywhere. And you can see in like old college pictures, it's about this big and it's like sticking out of my pocket. You can just see. Okay. The <laughs> But um, yeah, it's the song is is sort of an ode to those those nights that I'd hang out with friends, uh, specifically the summer and and trickling into the fall. You know, late nights, staying up till two a.m. just running around, yeah, doing hooligan things and very cool. So it's chaos. obviously meaningful, and there's you know good message behind it. That's always nice. Oh, sure. Awesome. Yeah. Now, one thing I also wanted to talk about was like the genre influence. Yeah. Obviously, the song, I feel like it's like an umbrella, like pop, I would say is at the top, like it's a generally poppy song, but it's also pretty atmospheric, like an in instrumentation. It's not like your mainstreamy hyper pop, like dance around song. Yeah. What was your thought process behind the actual like tone of it all? Well, you know, my producer and I had kind of talked a lot about specifically this really, really great indie band called Real Estate. Um, Huge that Real Estate been... fan. I am too. I love their sort of dreamy indie yeah. rock uh, vibe. 
It was uh, an English teacher actually showed me that band, and I've been a fan. That's amazing! Since, uh, wow, best yeah, teacher really ever. Um, but I have just always really loved their tone and their sort of vibe. I wanted to incorporate sort of that same um, indie rock kind of sound, especially in the first half of this upcoming record. Um, yeah. Birthday Cake Lighter is going to be the opening song on the record. Very cool. So um, it's also the only like really happy sort of tone uh, in the record. It's a it's a pretty sad record. So I wanted to, you know, have something really contrasting to the rest of the material being really depressing. Nice. So. I think I, it's really funny that you say that. I subconsciously, like, I listen to real estate all the time. And it definitely went through my mind when you said that. I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's the <laughs> obvious compare. No, no. I, well, that's the tough part with, like, making music and influences is, like, <laughs> making something new nowadays is close to impossible everyone's pulling from someone else but yeah. in in the sense that it's not you know ripping them off rather just like yeah i like them and this is my ode to them but also me so absolutely congrats sure. to you on that um now on the production side of things i assume you know you just said you're working with someone so it wasn't all you i want to know who was involved like in the process of making it Yes, well, um, I have a band called The Lonely Hearts. They're my five best friends. They're awesome. amazing and fantastic. My drummer, Carl, is also my producer. Cool. So he is on all sides of things. Because um, this song wasn't originally going to be released. I just kind of had it in my back pocket from 2019. Oh. And I was hanging out with Carl and was like, hey, this is a song I wrote. I think we were just hanging out, playing songs for each other that we'd written. And he sure. was like, this is really good. I would love to, to help you with this. Like, let's let's do a project together. And um, he kind of twisted my arm into doing it. Um, sure. And was just super supportive and sweet. And uh, is just a great friend, um, great to work with and just really knows what he's doing. Um, so he did production. Another one of my really close friends, Connor Gilmore, um, who plays bass for a couple bands. Uh, he did the mastering. Um, my really, really amazing bassist, Cordell Bay, did bass uh, for this song as well and just did a fantastic job. Uh, the song, like I said, was written in 2019, but was was finalized with like mm -hmm. final lyrics in 2020, uh, just out of boredom. Sure, and then sure. that was when that sort of came into play with showing Carl that song. And him sort of, you know, uh, convincing me to to be a part of this and to to do something together. So, yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, they definitely complimented your sound. Um, I'm only going to ask you this because you brought it up, um, and you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. But you did mention an album coming. I don't yeah. know if you want to keep it on the download. I don't know if you want to keep it a mystery. But I do want to ask in the sense of like musical experimentation. Obviously, I love this song. I love the tone of it. But are you going to be looking to change things up on the rest of the record, like lyrically or just like sonically or anything, really? Yes, actually. Um, yeah. What Carl and I think is really funny about this record, it's very pretentiously titled Wherefore Art Thou. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, Nothing pretentious about that. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was kind of pretentious. I was like, yeah, this is whatever. snobby as hell. Um, but I'm still I'm I'm still really excited about it. Um awesome. the first couple releases, I, I released two singles so far, Birthday Cake Lighter and one other one I had released in September. Um 
it's funny these two songs are very uplifting kind of dancey indie rock kind of stuff um but the rest of this record has a very melancholy tone to okay. it um kind of paralleling a lot of like Radiohead, Death Cab for Cutie, The Cranberries, sort of that nice. late 90s trickling into the early 2000s kind of feel, lyrically okay. um, and melodically. And we kind of just thought that was very random. Like, how are these two songs gonna like fit into everything else? And then just kind of realizing that a lot of my songs have this sort of sarcasm to them as well, um, especially uh, the, the uh, first single about last summer. Um, that just it really kind of falls into place as you go through the record of when it's when it's released kind of this first couple songs are very like happy go lucky it slowly gets to be a little more truthful and then finally kind of a crashing and burning of like oh my god i'm so sad okay um, well i kind of not to interrupt you i love that that you actually put that into thought i think there's so many artists out there that are just like okay, I have 10 songs and mm -hmm. I'm just gonna put them on an album and see what happens. But there's yeah. so much more like that actually emotionally can hit someone when you yeah. listen to an album and it's like, yeah, I methodically put this first and this last and then everything in the middle mm -hmm. because that's how music should be. It shouldn't just be like a smattering of songs together. Oh, absolutely. And I'm one of those people that listens to albums all the way through. Yeah and will just like stare at my ceiling just like fully wanting to like yes. hear all of the bits and pieces and just yes, I yes. love it That's how I, I spend it. most of my days it's not a Me bad too. day to spend my days <laughs> it's so fun though it's and it's, it's I feel like it's for most artists at least I, I hope it's intentional with albums like yeah. wanting certain songs to be in a certain order I just I I love it and I, I like to yeah. to take that thought into account when making my own stuff I agree. And I will say, I feel like the album experience is sort of losing a little bit. Like, obviously, with the streaming industry nowadays, it's all like, hey, guys, check out my new single or I have a four song EP coming out. And it's just like, OK, let's structure these short little releases to like keep up with the content and the social media. But at the end of the day, like, I don't know, it's tough because like 99% of music listeners don't really give a shit. They're just like, yeah, give me the music, <laughs> give me all the music. Very, very true. And they don't, they don't want to take the time and actually, you know, like turn their phone off and be like, okay, I'm starting this album and then I'm going to evaluate. From start to also, start. a lot of people don't have time. They just don't have time to do that either. And it's yeah, like, you're right. it's sad, but it's, it's true. And yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, everybody kind of does things in their own way, but I totally agree. I'm like yeah, sad yeah. that that's sort of waning away i like to do it anyway just because it's you know i'm an independent artist i'm not signed to a label i'm not trying to please anybody other and than myself yeah the so people I, that get it anyway. are gonna love you that much more for it so i hope so i try to be myself there you go now <laughs> yeah. how long have you been making music for oh my god as long as i can remember uh both Good. of my folks uh my parents were in the industry as well um cool. so i've grown up around it my whole life um i have been singing since i first began to talk um i would sing <laughs> myself awake in the morning yes. uh, I, you know just like my parents would be asleep in the other room they said they would hear me wake up just like they'd hear me start singing they're like oh she's up <laughs> go go sure. get me or whatever um i think i started I've, I've always sung um i don't think i really realized i wanted to do it as a career until 
maybe high school really okay I kind of um tried different types of music uh like in elementary school there was definitely a time I really wanted to be a music producer and I mm-hmm. like dove into garage band and pro tools nice. then I was like no I really like being on stage I would rather be sure. performing more and then my my dad was a bassist so in middle school I became obsessed with Sting yep. and my dad would give me bass lessons and cool. I wanted to be like this amazing bassist um and then again just kind of realized I liked singing more and I was like wait I, I just really love the feeling it gives me it gives me a sense of closeness too because mm. I, I learned how to sing from my mom okay. and uh, my mom's mom as well we all would sing together um, and that was how I learned really how to sing and how to memorize songs was singing with them so it, it almost like gives me a sense of closeness um not to, like subconsciously not to say, sure, sure. say every time I'm singing I'm like being close to them but no I completely kind of understand what you're saying. feeling it brings me uh a very nostalgic um I guess just like joy that I really love so sure. yeah but I've been I've been singing ever since there you go and so yeah. what was that moment for you where you were like okay you know I casually like doing this I maybe even love it I want to start making music for myself like the moment you were like I want to take this to the next level and it may not even have been a moment maybe just like a series of small things I, I would describe it as that actually as sort of yeah. a, a series yeah. of moments um because I've, I've been writing probably since I was maybe early early middle school oh, wow. and you know when you're in, in middle school and you have your first really tragic <laughs> breakup oh. and I was devastated still and think about I, it to this day absolutely yeah. how, how dare they <laughs> I'm 11 years old you're gonna break exactly. up exactly get yeah, out of here no I'm such a catch with my glasses and braces there and you go. <laughs> um but I yeah I mean I was just like really tragically sad I remember um writing so much music though and and singing I remember finishing it though and being like extremely proud of myself for some subconscious reason, like, oh my gosh, I think I just like made something out of right. sadness. And I was so like impressed with myself and proud of myself that I found this new way of coping with things that I showed my dad. And he was like, awesome. wow, this, this is good, Quinn. Like, good job. <laughs> I was like, I think I want to make an EP out of this. And so when I was 15 years old, I released my first EP called Mad Crazy Dreams. Cool. Um, named after the pillow I would write next to, called, which had a saying on it that said "Mad Crazy Dreams," and uh, <laughs> love it. Um, and it was it was really it was definitely a gratifying moment once I hit you know send on TuneCore. Like, oh my gosh, I right. made this thing. I you know sang, I played guitar, and it's out in the world. And I just feel like I you know just like created something really cool yeah. and I think that feeling's almost addicting in the sense oh, that I'm like sure just it. continuing to to make things and to put them out and you know I've just found that writing's been really therapeutic and that I've I've yeah. gotten better at it over time and I want to keep doing it for as long as I can there you go yeah and so now that you've actually you know you've been through this process multiple times from thinking of songs to the writing, recording, and getting a team together, and then ultimately like clicking the submit button. Is there something from all the way at the start to all the way at the end that you look forward to the most in the process? 
Oh, absolutely. All of it. All of it's so fun. Um, There is something so gratifying about finding that lyric or that word, you know, that really sticks with you when you're in the initial writing process, you know, when you're in a co-write and you come up with something and you both go, oh, and it's like that instant light bulb goes off. Um, Also production. It's, it's great doing a take and I, I sing a line and afterwards Carl and I just go, that was great. Like that was perfect. There's also something about that and sort of that amazing community feeling you have with your band when you're on stage and just after doing a show, we all just turn at each other and we're like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right. You know, my, my band, they're all so sweet and we're all just like, I love you guys. This was great. That's awesome. (laughs) Hopefully it stays like that because you know how bands get. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're so sweet. They're just a bunch of sweet nerds. Uh, So am I. So we're, you know, Um, and (laughs) (laughs) And you mentioned also that you had just gone home from a performance tonight, which again, amazing. But is there (laughs) anything that you'd like to plug that's coming up in the future as far as performances go? I know the year is kind of closing out at the moment, so I don't know what's going on, but anything for early 2022? Early 2022? I don't know, maybe. Um, (laughs) We're kind of sort of taking a little hiatus from playing at the moment just because we've been playing a show like every week. Damn, okay. And my band is tired and so am I. And also for the sake of this record, it's like, would I rather do a bunch of small okay shows or would I rather do one really big, really cool show? I mean, that, whatever like, gets the people talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm working on some things. I'm still, okay, I'm okay. still arranging things. I'm going to make a couple appearances, maybe supporting a couple friends in, nice. in early 2020. At the moment, I, I have some, some plans. Cool. I can't say anything. That's yet. okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah. Um, cool. All right. I've got a couple more questions for you sure. at this point. Happy to answer. Now, because we are a music blog and we're always trying to put people onto what they should be listening to, are there any local artists or bands that you'd like to shout out? Or even, you know, what just like stood out on your playlist this year that you haven't been able to turn off? Yeah. I mean, this year, off the top of my head, I mean, how could I not say Death Cab for Cutie? I'm sure. a diehard Death Cab for Cutie fan. Um, okay. They're amazing. All right. of their all of their records are great. I specifically really love uh, Narrow Stairs is my okay. favorite record. Um, just start to finish, it's a great record. Um, has my favorite song, Calf, on there as well. Nice. Um, local bands, there are several I really love. My favorite local Nashville band is this amazing friend of mine named Nordista Freeze. Uh, Nordista Freeze? Yes. Cool he, ass name. Oh, he's, he's yeah. great. Yeah, wow. He's a hoot. Uh, he does a big show every year in Nashville called Space Prom, where it's an 80s themed prom where he sings 80s covers the entire night. This yes. year, uh, it's gotten so big. This is the fourth year they've done it in town. Uh, they sold out Cannery Ballroom. And wow. it was sponsored by Lightning 100. And the first year I went, four years ago, it was in the back of a Chinese bistro. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. Wow. The Nashville DIY scene is a weird place. But... Okay, if that's ever my reason for coming to Nashville, then yeah. I could time it you around. You gotta there. go to Space Prom. Space oh, Prom and, you know, he's just a great musician with a heart mm-hmm. of gold. Uh, 
does this amazing Beach Boys 60s uh, sort of harmonic rock thing that just, cool. oh my gosh, it's contagious. <laughs> I, I don't think I ever stopped smiling at the end of any of his shows. Like he just <laughs> has such a great heart. He's amazing. I will check it out. Thank you. Absolutely. Sure. No problem. All right, Quinn, I have one more question for you. And the question is basically for the person that is going to discover you from this, for the person that is going to listen to your music for the first time, what is an opening message that you'd like to say to them? It's a good question. Hi, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the Moldy Espresso Quinn O'Donnell community. Um, you're loved. I see you. You don't have to be lonely anymore. Um, I get it. I totally get it. That's what I would say. <laughs> Boom. You've convinced yeah. me. I'm hooked. Okay. There Thanks. we go. <laughs> uh, Quinn, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. I'm glad that we can make this work. But I'm also going to plug your song for you one more time. It is called The Birthday Cake Lighter. It is awesome. Thank you. Stream it. Play it. <laughs> send it to your friends. Go to space prom. Go to space prom. <laughs> go to space prom. It just happens, so you'll have to wait till next year, but go to space That's prom. That's okay. I can wait. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, seriously, thank you so much. This has been great. I can't wait to hear the record and see what else you're up to. And uh, yeah, thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you. We will so much definitely be speaking me. soon. You're very welcome. Have a good rest of your night. Thank bye you. bye. Bye. Thank you.